Across America, BP supports more than 275,000 jobs to keep energy flowing. Jobs like building grid-scale solar energy in Ohio and producing gas with fewer operational emissions in Texas. It's and, not or. See what doing both means for energy nationwide at bp.com slash investing in America. Discover BetMGM, the betting app sports fans in the Capital Region turn to for nonstop action all winter long. Take the excitement of football, basketball, and hockey to the next level with same-game parlays, exclusive signature bets, odds boost promos, and much more. Plus, now you can sign in, place bets, and manage your cash balance under the same BetMGM account in D.C., Maryland, and Virginia. With the same username and password throughout the DMV, it's never been easier to play with the king of sportsbooks. Download the BetMGM app today. BetMGM is an authorized gaming partner of the NBA and an official sports betting partner of the NHL. BetMGM and GameSense remind you to play responsibly and offer resources to help you make appropriate choices. Please gamble responsibly. BetMGM.com for terms and conditions. Must be 21 years of age or older to wager. Washington, D.C. only. Please gamble responsibly. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER. Are you ready to move your career forward? Make your comeback with Purdue Global and get college credit for your work, school, life, or military experiences. With these credits, you may have already completed up to 75% of your undergraduate degree. You've worked hard to get where you are. It's time to get the recognition you deserve and earn a degree you'll be proud of, one that employers will trust and respect. When you take the next step in your life and career, make it count with Purdue Global, Purdue's online university for working adults. Start your comeback at purdueglobal.edu. Abraham Lincoln Radio Studio at the George Washington Broadcast Center. Jack Armstrong and Joe Getty. The Armstrong and Getty Show. What's the biggest story going on right now, you think? Just off the top of your head. Uh, domestically, you mean? In the U.S.? or I guess... Uh, Probably the the midterms. Hmm. Um, well, you know, business, economics, the the economy, inflation. People are worried about their pocketbooks, yeah. and, and that's kind of expressed itself in the midterms. But yeah, uh, obviously, clearly, yeah, the economy is the number one story. Yeah. Okay. And the weird, weird economy. Probably in a bit of a recession. Can't where find we, any workers. Where we have the feeling the economy is bad. Because it's overheated. But there's a help wanted sign on every door in America for every business in America. Right. You got to line up like you're getting into Disneyland to get a $1,400 phone. (laughs) (laughs) Right. Right. Our our poor are rich by global standards. I mean, like really rich. Um, Yeah, it's it's weird times. Uh, I don't don't mean to bring anybody down or, or anything, but. It's it's so easy to to get that sense of entitlement and everybody's so negative about the United States of America when this is still a wonderful place to live in most ways. You got to keep an eye on it. It's like having a wonderful marriage or a wonderful house or a wonderful kid. That doesn't mean you're done working on it. It just means it's, you know, it's the glass is definitely, you know, more than half full. 
There is starvation in Africa right now that's the worst in 40 years. Hundreds of thousands of people are dying of starvation. Hundreds of thousands. I won't depress it further by bringing up the the babies. I couldn't hear you because my ears are so fat. Yeah. That I have trouble hearing. (laughs) Ear obesity. (laughs) Uh, So anyway... um, this is an incredible country and a wonderful experiment. We're doing our best to screw it up, but the glass is absolutely half full or more. Well, don't look at your 401k. Not right now. That ain't half full. Well, it is about half full. <laughs> well, you know, even in terms of that, everybody knew the market was sure. inflated. It was overheated oh, yeah. Yeah, yeah. six months ago. Buy the dip! Buy the dip! (laughs) That guy points for consistency. But even though I knew everything was overinflated, and I knew that a correction was coming, I felt a lot better about my state of my own personal economy a year ago than I do now. Yes. Yeah. Uh, As I've I've said before, I don't have blank you money. I have, I respectfully disagree money. (laughs) And I have less of that than I used to. (laughs) Oh, well, what are you going to do? I'm, I'm going to do what I do. I will go to work. Uh, anyway, uh, so I came across this. I thought it was uh, pretty interesting. Um, a new study is, suggests that people who have what's known as the dark triad of personality traits are associated with overt displays of virtue and victimhood. We've all known people like this who are constantly bellowing about how they've been wronged in fact culturally we've gone from that being kind of a funny type of person portrayed in movies or on tv within a society like post-war america was you know strong john wayne you do your duty you do it happily you don't want to be a whiner i mean that's the worst thing you could be as a whiner right well we're a little more whiny as a people But good times make for weak people. Not surprising. Anyway, the dark triad of personality traits, narcissism, psychopathy, and what they call Machiavellianism. Hmm. Hadn't heard that one. Yeah. They're all essentially selfishness and lack of compassion. Interestingly enough, though, and is this something you're born with, a genetic, or you you can, like, develop this attitude or something? Great question. Great question. The only redeeming quality I can come up with for that Dahmer show on Netflix, which is the number one streaming show in America right now. And you've watched how much of it? I think like almost two episodes, one and a half episodes, something like that. So is each episode a different dude? Because I, I, I only made it like two thirds through the first episode. Oh, no, no. Uh, no, uh, episode one is about the final guy he tried to sex up and kill who escaped and brought the cops. Okay, so that's the guy that got away. Okay, yes. so I, I haven't even finished Spoiler the episode. Because I didn't want to get to the kills him, sexes him up, eats him part. N- no. I no. mean, when the FBI came and opened the fridge and there was a head in there, that's kind of when I bailed. Ah, yeah, gruesome. Uh, yeah. So did, did you stick around for the uh, opening of the barrel? No. Mm, it was no. not a barrel of fun <laughs> oh, to cite the old polka. Uh, anyway, uh, no, the second episode goes straight to his childhood. Oh, okay. And and childhood trauma and the rest of it, which leads me to, I, I bailed on it 
just because I thought, why am I watching this ugliness and horror? It did get a little interesting in its effort to portray childhood trauma and insecurity, fascination with dead beasts, and how that may have built the psychology that became a uh, sexual psycho killer. Um, But... eh. The acting's pretty good in that show, though, you got it. Oh, oh, my God, the production from the acting to the writing to the photography, the filmography and everything, it's top-notch. It's cinematic, yeah, if, as they say. If you want a portrayal of that sort of thing, it's great. It's just, oh, yeah. do I want a portrayal of that sort of thing? Sure, I mean, if you have unrealistic body parts dissolving in a barrel, I mean, for instance, it's off-putting. You want them really realistic. I know, everybody just vomited their Cheerios. I apologize. Um... I like his his neighbor complaining about the smell coming off his apartment. Uh, yeah, my aquarium's on the fritz, uh, so uh, <laughs> I really like his his main cover story is I really like pork chops, and my family sent me a bunch of meat, and I forgot to plug in my freezer. Jeez, <laughs> oh, yeah, an aggressive well, scent. It was, yeah. Anyway, uh, but. Uh, if I want the one thing it's not is rotting dudes from the gay bar down the street. <laughs> Just want to let you know that. Let's let's get that on the record. Oh, oh Lord, the lighter side of Jeffrey Dahmer. Oh, my um, God. Uh, but if I want a, a psychological study of how a monster like that is created, I, I'm not sure I need like a drama. I would rather read a, a scholarly book or something. Uh, anyway, and I just thought, no, this is too much evil. This is too much ugliness. I don't relax in the evening with evil and ugliness. I'd rather watch a ball game or, or you know, read a book or, I don't know, get blind drunk and yell at passersby. <laughs> just not watching psycho killers carve people up. <laughs> anyway, uh, so back to the dark triad. Um, interestingly... Those selfish, unsympathetic characteristics lead people to exploit that in others with overt displays of virtue and victimhood. The study suggests that people with dark personalities use these signals of virtuous victimhood to deceptively extract resources from others. The authors of the study wrote, quote, Fortune and human imperfection assure that at some point in life, everyone will experience suffering, disadvantage, or mistreatment. Sure. When this happens, there will be some who face their burdens in silence, treating it as a private matter they must work out for themselves. And there will uh, be others who make a public spectacle of their sufferings, label themselves as victims, and demand compensation for their pain. The latter response is what interests us. Hmm. And they studied several thousand people um, to come to their conclusions. My mind is uh, bouncing back to Height and Lukianoff's brilliant uh, a piece that ran in the Atlantic years ago that I have bookmarked like on every web browser I use so I can always find it when I need it in which they were making the point we are treating mental well, I'm not treating we are teaching mental illness to our young people we are teaching them for instance to make a public spectacle of their sufferings including imaginary sufferings label themselves as victims and demand compensation for their pain. Yeah, I don't get those last two parts, but the first part, um, I just think of having shared a lot of stuff about uh, kid struggles and marriage and various things. Every time I do it, I get such an outpouring of people saying, I'm glad you talked about it. I've got the same situation. You know, uh, I don't like feeling like I'm the only one, blah, 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 Mm -hmm. blah. 
Um, but next step, though, of feeling like I'm getting my undue amount of difficulties, I don't, I don't get that. I, I think it kind of averages out for most of us over time. You go through periods that are worse than others, no doubt. Right. Um, and then the wanting compensation, I don't get that at all. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, the it used to be just universally known that into what's the saying into each life a little rain must fall or something like that. But um, actually, I think into each life quite a bit of rain will fall. Life is suffering. <laughs> it is <laughs> interrupted by you know occasional uh, good times. Hmm. Treasure them when you got them. Um, and you know I, I I'm always uncomfortable with this because I'm a white dude. Um, and to you whatever are. what I am. To whatever extent anybody listening has endured actual bigotry and racism, I'm sorry for that. And I'm not saying I apologize because I'm responsible. I'm saying that's awful. That sucks. And I wish you hadn't had to endure that. There's legit bigotry in the world. Plenty of it coming from plenty of places. On the other hand, if you are trained to believe every time somebody's a jerk... It's because you're black, Hispanic, Asian, white, gay, a woman, whatever, a woman. Yeah, you're being trained to be mentally ill as a white dude who grew up in an intact home in a modest but lovely and loving home. Um, people have been a-holes to me <laughs> at various times in my life. We, I, we have had bosses who are just terrible, <laughs> mean, unfair. Michael's nodding his head. <laughs> um, I'm a white dude, so don't assume it's something else. Oh, man, I'm rambling on. Uh, the researchers first found that perceiving someone as a virtuous victim made people more likely to help them, indicating that using signals of virtue and victimhood is a valid strategy to gain resources from others. Woe is me, I'm a victim. People want to help. For example, participants were more willing to help a victim of a random act of violence who is described as being shot while volunteering at a charity event rather than a victim shot walking in front of a grocery store or a victim shot at a strip club. In Interesting. Yeah, in subsequent studies, the researchers established that there was a positive relationship between dark triad traits and emitting signals of both virtue, uh, victimhood and virtue. Uh, da, da, da. These uh, traits are the willingness to be manipulative and deceitful. Um, that was the strongest predictor of virtuous victim signaling. In other words, the more Machiavellian you are, the more likely you're to act like you're deserving of the sympathy of others. How interesting is that? Yeah. And I have known some kind and compassionate people who were the last people who would play that card. Yeah. Anyway, there's more to this. Maybe we'll come back to it later. We're out of time. I got a good example. I just became aware of the other day of uh, a male privilege, I guess, maybe that I've been unaware of my whole life. It's, it's pretty hilarious. Stay tuned. That's on the way. The Armstrong and Getty Show. So, you've heard us talk about this before. We got into it a little bit last segment. And 
it's tough to have this conversation about the whole privilege thing or 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 um what is the term you used bigotry thing mm-hmm. uh whether it's racial or religious or male female or when you're when you're a white male so like i get i get that to a certain extent and i had a good example of it recently that had never occurred to me in my life so i'm at a restaurant with a woman nice restaurant and the waitress is completely ignoring me and i'm not exactly i don't know exactly why but completely ignoring me she'll come to the table and ask the woman i'm with so how's everything going okay good and never even look at me Huh. And and then and after she would leave, I would I would say I'd mock say, oh, my food is really great. Actually, there was a mouse in my food. You didn't ask. So I guess, I'm, you know, I would mock the fact that this woman was not even looking at me. Yeah. Weird. At any point. And, and it was from the ordering through the how was the food through the everything. Nothing at all. And even, like one time she left the table not talking to me again. And I said, you know, there's a funny thing. I'm actually the one paying the check. So your tip kind of depends on whether or not you ever look me in the eye. Or just, Did just, you say that to her? or No, 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 no. Okay. I'm mocking to the person I'm eating with. Right. Was this like an ex-girlfriend of yours who was the waitress? Good Lord. No, but I had never experienced that before. And I brought it up. And the woman I'm eating with said, you've never had that. Ex-. She said, well, welcome to what it's like to be the woman. When you're at a restaurant with a man. That's the way it is like half the time when I'm at a restaurant, she said. Wow. And I thought, I've never even noticed that. And she said, oh, yeah. All us women talk about it. We know it's just part of the deal. The waiter is going to come and talk to the man and not even like notice you're there most of the time. Ask you how your food was or how everything was. And I thought, I had never noticed that before. Wow. But I guess because I'm getting all the attention I need from the waiter or waitress, I didn't notice that they're not paying attention to whoever I'm with. But I guess that's a thing. I don't know, women, you can comment on the text line, 415-295-KFTC. But being on the other end of it for the first time in my life, it was really weird. Right. Well, this, your your angry, militant waitress evidently decided to write the scales. But it reminds me of... You know, that that idiotic strain of feminism that suggests to be pro-woman, you have to be anti-man. Hmm. I mean, wow, that's weird. But, uh, yeah, interesting so insight. Well, have you ever heard women mention that before? <sighs> Not that I recall. Well, that's why I'm throwing it out to the text line, I guess. I guess. Of course, if they did say it, I probably wouldn't hear it because, you know. Trying to watch that was the a game. joke, ladies. That was a joke. I'm sorry. I'm trying to watch the ball game, and you're bringing up your problems again. <laughs> I just thought that was, uh, so I thought this might be an actual example of, I hate the term privilege and all that sort of stuff, but like a blank spot I have just because I've never been in that situation before of the, like, my opinion doesn't matter at the meal or anything. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Oh, uh, yeah. I just, yeah, uh, like every scam, roughly, you know, well, you pick the percentage, but like uh, like the whole argument about privilege. There's a fair amount of truth to it. It's just a question of how far you take it. I mean, most scams have a degree of truth to them. But then you come to the scam part, and that's how they rip you off and take your money and the rest of it. It's overstatement, overgeneralizing, or using legitimate victimhood to become the aggressor. I mean, that's my argument with this stuff. Polls show the border one of the top concerns for you all. I know it is for me. We got some new information on that coming up. If you missed an hour, get the podcast. Armstrong. Discover BetMGM, the betting app sports fans in the Capital Region turn to for nonstop action all winter long. 
Take the excitement of football, basketball, and hockey to the next level with same-game parlays, exclusive signature bets, odds boost promos, and much more. Plus, now you can sign in, place bets, and manage your cash balance under the same BetMGM account in D.C., Maryland, and Virginia. With the same username and password throughout the DMV, it's never been easier to play with the king of sportsbooks. Download the BetMGM app today. BetMGM is an authorized gaming partner of the NBA and an official sports betting partner of the NHL. BetMGM and GameSense remind you to play responsibly and offer resources to help you make appropriate choices. Please gamble responsibly. BetMGM.com for terms and conditions. Must be 21 years of age or older to wager. Washington, D.C. only. Please gamble responsibly. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER. Witness the dawning of a new era in automotive luxury with a reveal unlike any other as Infinity presents a new chapter in luxury the premiere of the all-new 2025 Infinity QX80. Join us March 20th live from the edge at Hudson Yards in New York City, featuring an unforgettable performance by Grammy and Academy Award-winning singer, songwriter, and composer, John Batiste. The all-new Infinity QX80 is unlike any luxury SUV you've ever seen. Smart enough to anticipate your needs, even before you do. Every line, curve, and detail was thoughtfully crafted so everything for every passenger feels just right. Don't miss it. Mark your calendars and be the first to see it March 20th at 7 p.m. Eastern, only on iHeartRadio's YouTube channel. Save the date at new-qx80.com. 2025 QX80 coming this summer. Okay, quick math. The less your business spends on operations, on multiple systems, on delivering your product or service, the more margin you have and the more money you keep. Obvious. But with higher expenses on materials, employees, distribution, and borrowing, everything costs more. So to reduce costs and headaches, smart businesses are graduating to NetSuite by Oracle. NetSuite is the number one cloud financial system, bringing accounting, financial management, inventory, HR into one platform with one source of truth. With NetSuite, you reduce IT costs because NetSuite lives in the cloud with no hardware required, accessed from anywhere. You cut the cost of maintaining multiple systems because you've got one unified business management suite. And you're improving efficiency by bringing all your major business processes into one platform, slashing manual tasks and errors. Over 37,000 companies have already made the move. So do the math. See how you'll profit with NetSuite. Now through April 15th, NetSuite is offering a one-of-a-kind flexible financing program. Head to NetSuite.com stereo right now. NetSuite.com stereo. NetSuite.com stereo. The Armstrong and Getty Show. Coming up, why the U.S. government abandoned Pokensmith. No, I said it wrong. Damn it. Damn it. Let's, 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 so erase that take, Michael, and then we'll go with this one for real when we actually air the show. <laughs> Coming up, why the U.S. government abandoned Pokensniff as a policy. Uh, the policy was Pokensniff until the 90s. Are you sure you can say that on the air? It's pretty disgusting, so stay tuned. Oh, Lord. Uh, So, a couple of different things for you this segment that I hope you will enjoy. Certainly, we hope you will enjoy. First of all, this one goes out especially to Cal Unicornians and 2024 presidential voters who might be tempted to go with Gavin Newsom. This is Gavin Newsom in 2008. 
What was he at that point? Was he the mayor of San Francisco? Yes. Uh, here's Gavin Newsom in 2008 promising to end homelessness within 10 years. We believe fundamentally that food solves hunger, that shelters solve sleep, and that housing solves homelessness. And if we're going to solve the problem uh, of those that are out on the streets that we define as homeless, we better solve the housing problem if we're going to have an impact. And that's why we established this framework, what we call a 10-year plan to end chronic homeless in San Francisco. Wow, that's going well. Super. (laughs) Uh, Uh, We're all human. We all fall short sometimes. And you solve covid by eating early dinners <laughs> we had an early dinner <laughs> oh how's that going billions and billions of dollars later uh okay now for something completely different this is a political ad i'm not 100 percent sure who who ran it but uh, we have the audio for it um picture a couple of working class dudes uh, outside and a gal waiting tables uh those are the voices 27 michael I spend more time working on these cars than with my own family. I spend my days digging holes, cutting grass, and sweating. This is job number two today. So my customers aren't the only ones drinking coffee. I'm breaking my back out here for one reason. I want to pay off some other guy's debt. Biden's plan to pay other people's college loans using my tax dollars is a great idea. Biden's right. You should take my tax dollars to pay off your debts. My family will figure out how to get by with less. What's most important is we spare college graduates from any extra stress. Want to be a struggling artist? College is on me. My kids don't need fancy things like school supplies or new shoes. I work for you, theater major. This shift is for you, business major. Go buy yourself that new car. Enjoy your free ride. College is on me. Tell Congress, stop Biden's bailout for rich kids. How good is that? That's not what I saw. I saw a tweet from Elizabeth Warren yesterday that uh, millions of hardworking Americans are about to get the break they deserve. (laughs) Biden's college loan forgiveness plan. You know, she is a pandering fool, but she's good at it. I think she believes it. Really? Yeah. Really? You think she learned that at what? Like the tribal meetings or what? Uh, let's see what else was there. Oh, this is a, this is our Joe Biden clip of the day, perhaps of the week. That was but, one of the yeah. that's one of my favorite political scandals of the last however many years. Oh yeah, the Elizabeth Warren claiming when she is an Indian scandal. <laughs> sure. Well, I, I'm a white person. I've promoted this whole uh, white people are evil thing. Now what do I do? Well, I become an Indian, temporary Indian. Uh, let's see. This is our uh, Joe Biden clip of the week. The right that I pushed hard and it finally got changed, the married couples in the privacy of their bedroom, excuse me, the mar- I'm thinking about the Dobbs, the Dobbs decision. Imagine, well, I'll get to that in a second. That was Joe Biden explaining his brave defense of abortion rights, but he forgot what he was talking about and he, ugh. oh boy, play that on again, that- Michael. The right that I pushed hard and it finally got changed. The married couples in the privacy of their bedroom. Excuse me. The mar- I'm thinking about the Dobbs, the Dobbs decision. Imagine. Well, I'll, I'll get to that in a second. Okay. Oh, seriously. Seriously. Ron Klain, chief of staff. Nancy Pelosi, Chuck Schumer, whoever's listening. Hide him. For national security reasons, don't 
put him out on the trail. I mean, he's not very popular. Put Pete Buttigieg out there. Put anybody. Probably not Kamala. Anybody but Kamala. <laughs> I mean, we don't. Uh, Xi Jinping is thinking, holy cow. They're going to have to feed him with a spoon soon. That's not good. Oh, That's not good for America, Jack. You need to wake up. <laughs> Oh, boy. Again, changing uh, directions. Bill Malusian of Fox News is doing the best reporting from the border of virtually anybody in America right now. And there are a couple of stories of particular note that he touched on yesterday that are of the same category, which is the behind the scenes political wrangling between Democrats of how to describe this stuff, the crisis at the border. Um how to handle it. Uh, that's uh, 50 is a good example of that, Michael. Go ahead with that. The city of El Paso, Texas, has quickly become an epicenter of the border crisis, averaging almost 2,000 illegal crossings per day recently. CBP facilities and NGOs there overwhelmed and over capacity, leading Border Patrol to release migrants to city streets, where many of them are now living and sleeping. Now, the New York Post reports the Biden White House privately pressured El Paso's Democrat mayor, Oscar Leeser, to not declare a state of emergency there in an effort to avoid bad optics. El Paso City Council member Claudia Rodriguez says in a private call, Mayor Leeser admitted he was pressured, telling the Post, quote, the mayor told me the White House asked him not to. They had uh, video of lines of It's a virtual skid row of illegal immigrants living on the streets of El Paso. The recent whining about Martha's Vineyard or a couple of busloads of people in New York or something, I mean, it is incredibly disingenuous or unaware or something. I suppose Eric Adams is going to advocate for New York. That's his job, so you can excuse him for that. But the reaction to the handful of people flown by DeSantis or bust by Abbott how that was an outrage, how it was illegal, immoral, un-American, the rest of it. Oh, yeah? Play the next clip, Michael. For months now, in an effort to relieve pressure, El Paso has been busing migrants to other Democrat-led cities, including the Big Apple, and is receiving federal reimbursement for it. El Paso has now bused more than 11,000 migrants to New York City and 3,100 to Chicago. Texas Governor Greg Abbott's busing program has sent only 3,300 migrants to New York City and 1,000 to Chicago. Despite those smaller numbers, it has only been Governor Abbott who has been criticized for his busing of migrants. So the Democratic-run cities are shipping people by the many thousands with federal money. And nobody in the corporate media says a word about that. Right. Hilarious. Yeah. That yes. is quite incredible. You know, you said Bill Malusian's doing some great reporting from the border. He's doing some of the only reporting from the border. It's it's interesting to me that it, it keeps showing up in all these polls of what's your most important issue in the top three or four. I'm I'm not exactly sure how people are hearing about it for it to become such a prominent issue because unless you watch Fox. ABC was on it for a little while a couple of weeks ago, but for the most part, nobody's covering it. Yeah, they uh, ABC, I remember, showed up for about a cup of, uh, how do you say, uh, coffee in Spanish? I don't remember. Um, eh, but yeah, and did some really good reporting, but then disappeared again, I guess. How long 
do you let your political prejudices govern the way you do your job if it hurts your job? Whether you're a politician who's ignoring the top three issues. I mean, on the Democratic side, we talked about that earlier. They're ignoring the top three issues in favor of abortion and climate change in January 6th. It's just It seems strange to me. I don't know. I don't, I don't get people. But uh, you're going to get this, and I think you're going to like it very much. Uh, HelloFresh has got some great fall stuff going on. Now, this is the, the service I've been telling you about. Judy and I just absolutely love. We have three dinners a week uh, that are HelloFresh dinners that come delivered, and we just do the final prep, and they're delicious and fabulous. Just couldn't be a bigger fan. Yep, you can treat yourself to gourmet meals and pick up cooking skills along the way with the new limited-time Harvest Dinner series from HelloFresh, complete with easy-to-follow video tutorials. I haven't done that yet. And they do more than just like dinners. They uh, make your next tailgate or party easier at HelloFresh with fall flavors, rotating selection of fall-inspired brunch kits, dessert boards, and more available this time of the year. More than 35 weekly recipes to choose from and the ingredients delivered right to your home. Hello, Spes- Hello Fresh helps spice up your cooking routine with fewer trips to the store, and it saves you money. It's actually 25% cheaper than grocery shopping. Sign up for Hello Fresh today. Give it a try. You can cancel any time. Sign up for 65% off plus free shipping with the code Armstrong65 at HelloFresh.com slash Armstrong65. That's HelloFresh.com slash Armstrong65. Uh, I forgot. Did you have more on the border? Uh, no, that's that's uh, really the stuff I wanted to get to. So we've been uh, pretty heavy on the polls today. What polls? Polls. All of them. Some of them. Um, all of them. We've been pretty heavy on the polls today. I thought this was pretty extraordinary that I came across yesterday. So you hear about a lot about the generic battle and who's ahead and who's not. And the Republicans were ahead for a long time. The, the Democrats were ahead for a little while. Now the Republicans back ahead again. But anyway, independent women voters. So this is one of your most crucial segments of the voting society that can swing either direction i don't do you mean they're what? bisexual <laughs> in terms of their voting i don't a couple of glasses I, of wine etc i don't personally know many people that are susceptible to go this way or that on voting so I, i'm just i'm not familiar that familiar with that mindset but anyway independent women voters favored democrats in september by 14 wow okay so that was the time when people were saying okay democrats with the with the whole Roe versus Wade and a variety of other things. Um, it's going the direction of the Democrats. So women chose Democrats by 14 points in September. They now back Republicans by 18 points. So you're telling me in a month it swung 32 points? I, I was just going to clarify. September of this year? Yeah. Now, 32? That's crazy. Well, wait a second. 14 to 8 is uh, 22. Or am I missing uh, something? Minus 14 to plus 8? Uh, 14 to 18. Oh, 18? So they, yeah. Oh, I thought you said 8. No, I'll no, be no. damned. No. Democrats Math favored checks. Them, Democrats by 14, then Republicans by 18. That seems too crazy to me. It is too crazy. But so cut it in half. Even if it swung 16. That's uh, uh, is that possible? Who's probably that, that many people that the news of the day can swing in the other direction? And the thinking on that is that it's mostly going to the grocery store. Oh, of course, independent women who are not the hardcore yelling about abortion on the Supreme Court steps or whatever else. Yeah, okay, yeah, that rings totally true. Given Man, that's the a- 
huge gulf in uh, you know perception who is better to handle um, uh, inflation specifically. The Republicans have quite an advantage in that. Yeah, it's a heck of a swing. Yeah. And I suppose you'd be an idiot if you didn't think it could swing again because we got three weeks to go, minus a day. Yeah, although a lot of people are voting now. Well, yeah, that's another thing you got to point of of the of the thirty two <laughs> points worth of people that swung a different direction. How many of them voted when they were going one way before they swung back the other way? I don't know. Yeah, we pointed out the other day that uh, Georgia, with its Jim Crow on steroids, practically Jim Eagle or whatever the <laughs> hell he said, um, just had records set for early voting, first day voting. So, so I mentioned that the government abandoned poke and sniff in the nineties. Probably was a good idea as a policy. <sighs> what does poke and sniff refer to? Have oh. that next. Oh. Armstrong and Getty. Discover BetMGM, the betting app sports fans in the Capital Region turn to for nonstop action all winter long. Take the excitement of football, basketball, and hockey to the next level with same-game parlays, exclusive signature bets, odds boost promos, and much more. Plus, now you can sign in, place bets, and manage your cash balance under the same BetMGM account in D.C., Maryland, and Virginia. With the same username and password throughout the DMV, it's never been easier to play with the king of sportsbooks. Download the BetMGM app today. BetMGM is an authorized gaming partner of the NBA and an official sports betting partner of the NHL. BetMGM and GameSense remind you to play responsibly and offer resources to help you make appropriate choices. Please gamble responsibly. BetMGM.com for terms and conditions. Must be 21 years of age or older to wager. Washington, D.C. only. Please gamble responsibly. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER. Witness the dawning of a new era in automotive luxury with a reveal unlike any other as Infinity presents a new chapter in luxury the premiere of the all-new 2025 Infinity QX80. Join us March 20th live from the edge at Hudson Yards in New York City, featuring an unforgettable performance by Grammy and Academy Award-winning singer, songwriter, and composer, John Batiste. The all-new Infinity QX80 is unlike any luxury SUV you've ever seen. Smart enough to anticipate your needs, even before you do. Every line, curve, and detail was thoughtfully crafted so everything for every passenger feels just right. Don't miss it. Mark your calendars and be the first to see it March 20th at 7 p.m. Eastern, only on iHeartRadio's YouTube channel. Save the date at new-qx80.com. 2025 QX80 coming this summer. Okay, quick math. The less your business spends on operations, on multiple systems, on delivering your product or service, the more margin you have and the more money you keep. Obvious. But with higher expenses on materials, employees, distribution, and borrowing, everything costs more. So to reduce costs and headaches, smart businesses are graduating to NetSuite by Oracle. NetSuite is the number one cloud financial system, bringing accounting, financial management, inventory, HR into one platform with one source of truth. With NetSuite, you reduce IT costs because NetSuite lives in the cloud with no hardware required, accessed from anywhere. You cut the cost of maintaining multiple systems because you've got one unified business management suite. And you're improving efficiency by bringing all your major business processes into one platform, slashing manual tasks and errors. Over 37,000 companies have already made the move. So do the math. See how you'll profit with NetSuite. 
Now through April 15th, NetSuite is offering a one-of-a-kind flexible financing program. Head to NetSuite.com slash stereo right now. NetSuite.com slash stereo. NetSuite.com slash stereo. The Armstrong and Getty Show. Well, it started out. So I want you to know what you're about to hear. This is a husband listing off all the apologies he's had to make to his wife. I applied the brakes in order to save our lives. I underestimated the trauma that the change in momentum would create for her. When I sprained my ankle, I had a walking boot and I was limping too loudly up the stairs. The thing to do would have been to lay down on my good leg and silently drag my body up the stairs using the railing. Last night when I was cutting my steak, I let my knife touch the plate for a fraction of a second. If you always sit in the same place on the sofa, your body is going to indent that cushion and ruin the couch. So what you got to do is you got to brace yourself with your arms and your core, and you just hover above that cushion. Hover. <laughs> yeah, it sounds like those two kids have a little uh, tension. <laughs> that clip stresses me out. Oh, boy. So a couple of things for you. Uh, inflation in Britain, top 10%, so add that to the, I think it's now 46 countries in the world have double-digit inflation going on right now. Oof. Which So it's not just the United States, but um, came across, the oh, uh, this story, are you a mosquito magnet? New study finds that, I think, did we all, didn't we already know this? Maybe we didn't. A new study finds that some people are mosquito magnets or something about the way you smell that makes you uh, much more... Appealing to mosquitoes, so you get bit a lot more. Absolutely. Yeah. Yeah. My wife is one of those. I think I'm a bit of a magnet myself, although some people react to bites worse than others. Bites don't do that much to me, whereas my son, like, a mosquito bite, and it's like, it's amazing the the wound that that turns into. Yeah, yeah. Judy does that, too. She really swells up. I mean, I'll have an annoying mosquito bite. It'll itch like crazy for mostly half an hour, maybe, and then it just goes away, but... Hers will last for days. I always remember as a kid, we were on this, uh, we'd been stacking uh, bales of hay all day long with my uncle, and we are riding back on top of the bales of hay as the sun was going down, and we were getting eaten alive by mosquitoes, just like constantly swatting ourselves, and my uncle, the Marine, who was in Vietnam, just was laying there, and no mosquitoes were bothering him at all. <laughs> and I just always thought, it must be because he's a Marine or something. <laughs> they're afraid of him. <laughs> they're just, yeah, they're just leaving him alone. So, do you remember the Obamas signed a giant contract with Netflix to make a whole bunch of... Well, I think it was just an open-ended deal. An open-ended deal for a gazillion dollars and then whatever they wanted to do with it. Well, they got one of their shows coming out soon called The G Word. It's about government and all the good things that government can do. And John Stossel, the libertarian, who we've had on the show many times, is uh, hating on it quite a bit. Because he thinks it's just an advertisement for big government. But anyway, one of the things they get into on the episode is about how food regulation has been so unbelievably successful in America. Um, uh, I'll, get, I'll get to the more libertarian viewpoint on this uh, after this, but I thought this was kind of interesting. Food is largely safe today, mostly because slaughterhouses clean themselves up way beyond what the government requires, says John Stossel. Companies don't want bad reputations. That's what the motivating force is. It's not because of the government. One um, uh, po- pointing out that 
90 years ago, the U.S. Agricultural Department, now that's the government being in charge of it, inspected meat with a crude process called poke and sniff. Inspectors stuck spikes into carcasses and smelled them. Hmm. So they would. St- there's a big pile of meat. They would stick a, 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 a poke a stick way into there, pull it out and smell it. And if it smelled okay, it would pass the poke and sniff test. They used that the same spikes throughout the day, oh, wait spreading a disease, obviously. Oh, oh, boy. So if you came across some bad meat, you'd spread whatever diseases in there to the good meat. The government stopped using poke and sniff in the 90s. Oh. It was the 90s before the government stopped using poke and sniff. And the argument from Stossel and from me all the time, I remember we had a uh, producer years ago. He was a pedophile, actually. We had a producer years ago um, who uh, used to always, when we'd bring up libertarianism, would always say, oh, so nobody's going to inspect the meat. No, you freaking moron. What you do is you have a private company do it. There's no reason why the government has to be involved there's all kinds of different private entities that various businesses come up with that do the ratings for your uh, consumer reports is not a government report. Or a, remember when everything had to be UL approved underwriters laboratory. Yeah, if it was electric, for instance, there's all kinds of different ways to do it. That would quite possibly be better than the government does for it. And it's not taxpayer money. Government employees have practically no incentive to excel at their jobs or to improve or to innovate. That's what right. you want. I'm glad they're not doing poke and sniff on the old meat anymore, though. Thinking you're more amused by that phrase than you ought to be. I'm thinking being the guy that has to poke that in there and sniff it all day long. That's a terrible job. If you miss an hour of the show, grab the podcast. It's Armstrong and Getty On Demand. Armstrong and Getty. Infinity presents a new chapter in luxury. The premiere of the all-new 2025 Infinity QX80. Live March 20th from the Edge at Hudson Yards in New York City. Featuring a performance by John Batiste. The all-new 2025 Infiniti QX80 is an SUV designed to help every passenger feel just right. Be the first to see it March 20th at 7 p.m. Eastern, only on iHeartRadio's YouTube channel. Save the date at new-qx80.com. Don't miss it. 2025 QX80 coming this summer. Does money stress you out? Let FACET flip your financial chaos into clarity. Finding FACET immediately put us at ease. FACET's innovative approach to financial planning ensures your money works as hard as you do, enabling members to experience the joys of having your finances in order. That makes us FACET for life now, I guess. (laughs) Visit FACET.com, F-A-C-E-T.com to learn more. This ad is sponsored by FACET. FACET Wealth is an SEC-registered investment advisor. This is not an offer to buy or sell securities, nor is it investment, legal, or tax advice. These testimonials are from current FACET members who are not compensated. All opinions are their own and not a guarantee of a similar outcome. Hi, I'm Gabby Reese. Join me and my husband, big wave surfer Laird Hamilton, on our journey with Laird Superfood. From our kitchen to yours, we've crafted delicious plant-based creamers, coffee, greens, and so much more using high-quality functional ingredients. Visit LairdSuperfood.com and use the code GABBY2024 for 20% off your first order.